Hello and welcome to the Independent Living podcast. I'm Frances Leckie and today I'm talking to Graham Lloyd from Accessible Vehicles, which is a division of Lateral Design Concepts. I started off by asking Graham what he thinks about the state of the market generally. I think the industry is in a slight turmoil at the moment, really. I think we've seen uh, a good many years now where vehicles have become very affordable, uh, which, of course, is a very good thing. Unfortunately, I think it has had uh, also another effect of making the upper end of the vehicle market uh, with uh, concept ideas and more luxurious vehicles slightly uh, underrepresented. Right, so you think that there are plenty of affordable vehicles around, but uh, perhaps not, not much variety. Yeah, I think the industry's got into a situation where it, it's very easy to simply leap upon the next uh, correct shape base vehicle that comes out and do what we usually do, which is to add a lowered floor and a rear access conversion to it. Uh, it's not an inexpensive thing to do, so it does require a huge amount of effort and money. But I think the uh, kind of heady days of the late 90s where we really saw a lot of push into the area of luxury vehicles and, and very high-end conversions... Uh, based on on expensive base vehicles as well. Uh, I think those days seem to have um, not completely disappeared, but certainly there seems less focus on them these days and a lot more focus on the cheapest way possible of uh, allowing somebody that uses a chair to get into a vehicle. So how would you say that your company goes about things differently from other converters? Well, I think we're in a slightly unique position that, that allows us probably a little bit more freedom than, than some other converters. Most converters uh, have a product line of wheelchair accessible vehicles, and that can be solely all that they are able to do and that all that they have ever done. With Lateral as our parent company, as I say, we are in a uh, quite a good position because Lateral do um, provide quite a few other products from you know, patient transfer services, vehicles, ambulances, the uh, wedge cassettes that they do for frontline vehicles as well, and a variety of other kind of products. Unlike quite a few other companies as well, they do uh, a fair bit of business abroad. So it enables them to not simply have to focus on uh, their everyday business of selling inexpensive small wheelchair accessible vehicles. The offshoot to that really is that it enables us to take a slightly more relaxed approach to how we want to do things. You know, they're not in a position where they have 200 orders of vehicles per month and they have to keep that going all of the time. We've pretty much been able to start from scratch. And because of that, we've had the freedom of, of, of being able to look at what we want to do, how we want to achieve it, and the, the best ways of going about that from day one. I believe that you do actually have a new vehicle that's coming very close to launch now. Uh, what can you tell us about it? At the moment, very little. Um, we're trying to make it as, as special a launch as possible. We, I mean, we've started off with a, a, a couple of, of base-level vehicles that are converted the way we like them, uh, but are inexpensive ways of getting out and about in a wheelchair because I, I think it's important that we don't lose focus that for a lot of people that is exactly what they want. The vehicle that we'll be unveiling at, at Nadex for the first time really is our first kind of exercise in showing what we want to do. We can't really give much detail away about it, but it, it really was born from a desire to say, well, if we were using our money to buy a wheelchair accessible vehicle and perhaps we weren't constrained by a budget that made us go for simply the cheapest vehicle out there, how would we want it to be configured? What vehicle would we want it to be based on? Uh, and how would we like it actually realised? So it's an exercise in, in what we think 
people would actually like to see. Um, not everybody is going to love the vehicle. Not everybody will be in a position to own the vehicle, but we'd like to kind of show it off as a concept vehicle, as you would in, in a, a motor show of, of any type, uh, and show it as something that perhaps people would like to own and, and would strive to own. So that's something for us all to look forward to, not even any little clues about the base vehicle at this stage. I can't at the moment. The only thing I will tell you is it's based on a prestigious German mark. Right. Okay. That narrows it down a little bit. It does. I mean, I think, if anything, it will enable us to get an opinion. And and realistically, that is what we want. It's not going to be for everybody. And I'm sure that some people just won't like it. But that's fantastic. What we want to do really as well is encourage feedback and, and encourage people to come and say, that's not what I want, or I would have preferred it to be this way. Or on the flip side, people say I absolutely love it. Great. Okay. At the moment, probably a majority of wheelchair accessible vehicles are provided through Motability. What sort of effect do you think that's had on the market? I think things have changed dramatically, certainly from when I entered the industry. Motability have been very effective in introducing competition to the market uh, with what was 10 to 15 years ago a very closed and prescriptive service. Not in a bad way, but quite simply, I think in in the days before people had so much uh, internet connectivity and could uh, find an awful lot out about who would supply the vehicles and how to go about getting a vehicle, I think it was very much a a service of people finding somebody that provided wheelchair-accessible vehicles and then really sticking with them for quite a long time. What Motability have done in in a very clever way is to introduce an element of competition between the people that supply these kind of vehicles and treat it as if it were a mini motor industry. Everyone's aware of what everyone else's prices are. Everyone is aware, really, of what other people's conversions are. And most importantly, the customer is aware now that they have a huge amount of choice and realistically can go and decide where they're going to spend their money rather than someone tell them this is the only thing available and we're the only people available that can sell it to you. Um, By doing that, Motability have, have introduced a huge amount of modernization into an industry that previous to that I think was struggling to keep up with uh, mainstream motor manufacturers. And do you think that the forthcoming changes to disability benefits are likely to have an effect on the market? Uh, It's something I've thought about and I'm not sure. What worries me um, I mean, I mean, I'm not sure. I mean, from from meetings that we've had with Motability, it's obviously some people are going to be affected. From what I can see, perhaps less people in in particular in our area of dealing with customers will be affected because the vast majority are full-time wheelchair users. However, I I have my own personal worries about the state of um, how things are going with benefits and the services provided, and I do wonder whether we'll get to a stage where customers themselves that are in possession of, say, a power chair that's been provided with support may see you know, their benefits cut and be told to use accessible public transport and, and perhaps have that element of their benefit removed. It's just an assumption on, on my behalf, but it does logically seem to be that that is the way that things are, are flowing these days. Yes, certainly from um, people we hear from visiting the site, there is that concern that they might be losing that part of their benefit. So, yes, I I think that could be an issue. I think it's a logical, well, I say logical, it's not logical to me, but if you follow the way that things are headed, I can see things going that way. There's so much pressure on public transport uh, to be accessible um, you know people can uh, get assistance towards suitable chairs if they're very lucky I, I worry that we're headed to a situation where somebody is going to 
connect the dots and think, well, if this customer has a wheelchair that's capable of taking them outside their house, uh, it's a powered chair and they can get public transport, why are we giving them an allowance to obtain a suitable vehicle? And, and that worries me. Yes, I think that's perhaps something that we should all be worrying about and, and keeping an eye on. Well, back to the um, vehicle industry aspect of things. Do, do you think there's anything that the vehicle adapters could be learning from the mainstream motor manufacturers? I think over the last few years, um, the companies that have been very successful in, in um, economy of scale have learned from the mainstream manufacturers how to build vehicles quickly um, effectively and, and at the lower cost possible without it sacrificing on quality. Uh, I mean, even the very inexpensive accessible vehicles these days are not how they were 10, 15 years ago. They are all of a very good quality. Um, they offer, you know, somebody a perfectly usable and, and fantastic vehicle. Uh, and I think lessons have been learned from mainstream production how to do this in a way that, that means that you can standardize vehicles. Um, I mean, the standardization of drive from wheelchair vehicles has been interesting to watch over the last 10, 15 years. Again, you know, these were vehicles that previously would cost 60 to 80,000 pounds as one-off Ford Transits and Mercedes Sprinters. And these days, there is another choice. There are smaller vehicles that are built, you know, as production vehicles rather than one-offs that, because of the lowering of cost, uh, because of the way that they're built, has enabled more and more people to actually be able to drive from their wheelchair. And do you think there are any lessons to be learnt from other sectors supplying adapted products? I think one place we could take some inspiration from is the area of wheelchairs. I think we can, we often, you know, in, in this job that we're in, we see people using wheelchairs every single day. And I think we fail to kind of understand that the wheelchair market almost has a, an advance on us because they have recognised that the way you market and present product to customers has to be an exact reflection of, of mainstream society uh, and any other kind of consumer goods. Um, I, I lose count of the, the number of uh, young customers we see that are in a chairs that perhaps aren't uh, as supportive and, and <laughs> correct for them as possible, but they certainly look fantastic. Uh, and this is the way that people buy goods from cars to wheelchairs to, you know, iPods to anything. Um, they don't only buy with their heads, they do buy with their hearts as well. And I think we could take some ideas and some cues from specifically the, the wheelchair market because it's really very relevant to us and show our products in a different way. That's an interesting idea. And what, what sort of technical developments do you see coming along in the next year or so? Well, this is the exciting thing. I, I'm not technically minded at all. Uh, and I make no bones about that. But I hope to see a change because realistically we haven't really moved on as an industry in terms of the way that we get wheelchairs in vehicles for a very long time. Uh, safety standards have, have increased and the way that we build vehicles has become uh, certainly better. But the method of, of getting a, a wheelchair into a car hasn't really changed in about 40 years. And I think some investment into that, you know, and it doesn't, I don't just mean employing somebody to, you know, sit and dream at a desk, but... We have a huge audience of customers who tell us what they want and will certainly give you feedback if they ask. Uh, and a certain uh, you know, element of customers that are very, very clever and have design ideas themselves. And I think we'd be foolish not to listen to them uh, and explore those ideas as the uh, mainstream motor industry does as well and not be afraid of concept vehicles and, and you know, coming to a show and showing something different and not being afraid 
to show something that perhaps might be too expensive for a certain amount of people, but just to have it out there as an idea and in five, ten years' time, you know, make that then a production reality. Great. So, so you're seeing perhaps a, a greater synergy between the wheelchair and the vehicle? Yes. I mean, it, it's surprising really that after so many years together, um, you know, every vehicle that we supply has a wheelchair in it. Uh, and every wheelchair, I would have thought that a manufacturer of wheelchair supplies at some point ends up in a vehicle. So it would be nice to think that at some point, perhaps the two industries could work together. I can't understand why we don't at the moment. I'm sure there are constraints from either end, but ultimately our customer is exactly the same person uh, and there has to be a way that we can both kind of work together to, at the very least, push things forward. Great. Well, obviously, lots of interesting things to look forward to, not least your new German prestige car coming along in a month or so. Yeah, I'd be interested to to hear people's reactions. Um, As I say, for us, it's a a bit of a, an indication of what we think we'd like to do uh, and we'd certainly love to hear what people think whether that's good or bad all feedback is always welcome well hopefully you'll be sending us some pictures as soon as the uh, wraps are off so that we can post them on the website and get feedback from visitors on what they think about it definitely great lovely thank you very much graham it's been lovely talking to you and you francis thanks very much And that brings us to the end of another Independent Living podcast. Make sure you don't miss future episodes by signing up for our newsletter at independentliving.co.uk.